So, true story. I don't like candy. Not a candy fan at all. Just has never, ever interested me. Never seemed worth my time or money. I prefer my sugar to come in the more bang for your buck fashion of um, a brownie or a slice of chocolate cake or a pint of cashew sea salt caramel vegan ice cream um also probably one of the main reasons why I was larger than my candy eating siblings as a child actually that was not the reason food allergies were the reason <laughs> but when I was a kid and growing up in poverty food allergies did not exist you ate what you got in front of you but during this quarantine time, I have been bonding with my daughter who loves candy, loves candy. I've been bonding with her over all different sorts of candy. Now, if you've been following my saga, then you know that the closest available grocery option to me is a dollar store which has frozen food options canned food options and um, packaged food options all highly processed processed so I try to shop as healthily as I can within these confines. Doing so um, means that we are eating quite creatively. I'm, I'm cooking and making a lot of things um, from scratch with the ingredients that I bought pre-pandemic. Um, and then filling it in with the other crap byproducts that I find at the dollar store. But one source of delight for my daughter has been I always buy a pack or six of <laughs> the... Um, of new candy options. The candy options seem to be ever fresh. Like any new latest greatest release of candy is going to be there. If you want food, it's going to be the same options that were there since like 2010, probably. White Castle burgers, burritos, frozen chicken breast, um frozen chicken tenders, frozen chicken nuggets, frozen grilled chicken chunks, um, frozen chicken patties, frozen chicken sandwiches, you know, um, and then you can, uh, take the beef and do the same thing, rinse and repeat, right? But candy, like 
I think they even have like some exclusive items on the candy. Like if you want to find limited edition candy, if you're just a candy fanatic and you uh, want tropical flavored Swedish fish, dollar store, gummy airheads, the dollar store. Um, let's see, what else is some weird candy that I've had there? Gummy Jolly Ranchers, mainly gummies. I have just become obsessed with gummies. I don't know why. I do know why, actually. Um, I do know why. I, I think that I've got this growing fascination with, okay, Out of doors, children getting home, screaming will ensue. Not sure you heard that, but it startled me. I had to pause and make sure it wasn't actually somebody fighting for their life. Um, in which case, I don't really know what to do because I have no weapon and the police are just not who you call <laughs> where I'm from. They're not who you call. So, um, yeah, where was I going? Oh, I, um, I've become very fascinated with, um, gummies in the edible world, like, especially for, um, CBD. I don't think that I, um, I don't know, cannabis, like I know people do cannabis gummies um, and I have had cannabis, I've had cannabis gummies before, but for me, it's just sort of something that, um, I'm going to eat really quickly. Like I just have a hard time with candy. Um, I usually end up, if it's a lollipop, I can only like do like one or two licks and I'm biting it. If it's hard candy, I can suck it for like three seconds and then I'm biting it. If it's like whatever it is, I just bite it way too soon. So I think that's why the gummies were appealing because you can bite it, but it's not going to go anywhere. You still have to kind of like chew it and chew it and chew it. But with cannabis edible gummies that, um, they seem to be really soft and to dissolve, to dissolve really quickly. And so it's not really desirable for me, but, um, I've been really thinking about it as a way of like doing, um, CBD, uh, especially for my daughter. Also, um, just the different, like, elderberry gummies. I saw somebody do some elderberry gummies. It would also be cool to see if I could like sneak in like moringa gummies or um, chlorophyll gummies on my child. And so I've just been really, really fascinated with all the different shapes and textures of gummies. And I've gotten way too into it, way too into it. Um, and this week, I've just hit this wall. <laughs> where my teeth are just like, uh, 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 what are you doing? My teeth hurt so bad. 
I don't understand how people, especially lifelong candy eaters, have made it because it's been, um, what, three months for me and I, I think I'm, I'm at a limit. I bought some gummies this last time that I went to the store. I hadn't bought any candy in a while because it got ridiculous. At one, It just got really ridiculous at one point. But um, I was looking for just, I needed to create some little stashes around the house. And I was looking to see if any new candy had dropped. And I bought Airhead gummies are, are my favorites. I love the texture of them. Um, and I know this is not a, this is not a vegan post. Do not come for me y'all. Um, but I just tried to have some (laughs) and my teeth are like, no, 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 this is no, Mm -mm. just no. So I'm making this post instead of reaching in and having some of the gummies that are happily smiling on my kitchen table and instead wanting to go for a more suitable friend for me which would be the Oreo cookie but all I can do is hold them and look at them because I just know <laughs> my my teeth are just like haven't you already brushed us for the night <laughs> Please, please don't put any more sugar on us. Haven't aren't, aren't you aren't you done? Please, please put please put them back. So I'm just kind of like sitting here, holding one, two, three, four, five Oreos, good modest number. Cannot bring myself to eat one. And true, my teeth may simply hurt because I have eaten or brushed my teeth like four times today. Um, but it just, it feels so good when I'm brushing them. But also I think that the main thing that I'm suffering from is, um, an anti-Weston Price diet. Do you know who Weston Price is? Um, he is, he's the doctor that, um, discovered a the cure for cancer <laughs> and the medical, um, the medical like <sighs> cohort, what do you call them? Consortium. What are they? Medical association. Shut him down. Shut him down. He's probably the first holistic doctor that got the ax like mm, way back early, early, early in the 1900s, early, early. But Um, He did a study on the dental health of indigenous tribes and people. And it's actually where my um, reading his work is actually where my um, kind of thinking surrounding eating indigenously came from. Because when he studied these indigenous tribes, their dental health was amazing. And then he compared them to um, the dental health in the Western world, which was filled with a lot of starchy foods 
and carbohydrates and sugars and different things like that. And he compared the dental health. And the one thing that he found was that, which the Western dental health was just nasty. If I didn't like say that, like people dealing with teeth falling out, decay, all of this different stuff. Um, and so just, you know, being a dutiful scientist, uh, holistic physician, he introduced some of these indigenous cultures to a traditional Western diet and within, uh, within a matter of months or so of this being introduced to them, they would suffer the same thing, cavity, tooth decay, um, falling and missing teeth. And I basically during this quarantine have submitted myself to that because I have never experienced this before, but my diet has been very high in carbs, very high in sugar, very high in, um, starchy foods. Like there was one period of time where there was one week where I had absolutely no money, but I had a giant bag of basmati rice and we had, mm, no, it was a two week period of time. I remember because it was really ridiculous. One week would not have been so ridiculous, but it was two weeks where the only thing that I had in my house to feed myself and my child was a bag of basmati rice and we had it every single way you could have it. We had it for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. We had it with chia seeds. We had it with flax seeds. We had it with, um, we had it spicy. We had it, um, savory. We had it, um, in a soup. We had it. I made like, tried to make gravies, like just every single way you could think to have it with oil, sticky, firm, like every single way that you could have it, we had it. But at the end of the day, it's white rice. It's white rice. Um, we gained a lot of weight. I think we really, really, really kind of jacked up our digestive systems and we, um, yeah, I think depleted ourselves of a lot of nutrients and probably overloaded ourselves in phytic acid. Most definitely. That is probably the issue I'm facing. I know when my daughter was a little, like a little, little, like, um, like just starting to get her teeth in and starting to eat food. She, her favorite thing to eat was just oatmeal and she could like, have, she didn't have to have any sugar or anything on it, just a little bit of water enough to make it kind of sticky where she could just put clumps of it in her mouth and chew it. That was her favorite, favorite meal. Um, and her teeth started doing this thing where they were just really soft and they were just crumbling. 
and it was just like, what's wrong with my baby's teeth? Like, I didn't grow up eating oatmeal, so I always just thought oatmeal was really healthy and was happy that I had a child that liked oatmeal. And it was when my daughter was born and during my pregnancy with her, I ate a mainly vegan diet. Um, and then when she was little, she ate a mainly vegan diet until the one day when I believe it was my sister, my sister introduced her to candy and she, you know, if you introduce a baby to candy, like their eyes get really big, like they start bouncing a little bit and they're never the same. They're never, ever the same. (laughs) Um, but so I thought I was being a really good mom, you know, with this oatmeal being her snack. But the problem was that she was eating so much of it. And so when I was reading about it, that's actually when I discovered Dr. Weston Price, when I was trying to figure out um, what was going on with my daughter's teeth and seeing all so many parents dealing with it and realizing I'm not a bad mom. This is just a common issue. One thing that I came up with was the phytic acid that is in oatmeal and in the quantity that she was eating it, it just being too much and how it could lead to tooth decay. And so if you're having that issue, the remedy is to soak your oats overnight. Um, That will greatly reduce the phytic acid in it. But I think rice does the exact same thing. So right now I'm holding these Oreos, but as I'm talking, um, and today is the first day even that I can talk this well for the past two days, it's been pretty miserable. Um, and I've been taking a lot of ibuprofen 800 just to get through it at night cause it really hurts. And so, um, actually sitting here and talking, um, my, I'm not feeling any pain right now. And the desire to eat these Oreos has actually left me because I think I've stumbled upon an area that I need to research more. Um, another thing that I learned last night, um, cause I was just ready to just, I'm just like, wh- whatever, what, dental disease did I give myself like (laughs) I'm just let's just whatever doc what do you have to do like let's just let's just do this I need some some intervention some medical intervention and that's what I was looking for I was not looking for a holistic or alternative um path at all I was just looking for the quickest way to get out of it Um, and, uh, the internet, the internet, oh, the internet, um, in looking for, uh, some remedy, like in looking up the, the dental disease that I'd clearly given myself, I was led once again to Weston Price and, uh, just some different possible scenarios. One thing that kept coming up repeatedly 
was a vitamin C depletion. And I cannot, I am not saying that that's what the issue is because I did not go and do my own individual research. That was several people bringing that up and saying how it just dramatically helped them. And they had the same issue that I was experiencing. And I could see vitamin C is one of those things that you have to supplement. And it's also one of those things that your body depletes really very quickly. And I can see how um, we have probably had um, very minimal, very minimal vitamin C during this quarantine. Um, we are also not um, out in the sun a lot um, because it's just, uh, it's been really kind of mild here lately, but during the summertime, it's usually just unbearable to be outside during the day. And so you try to kind of move about in the shadows and at night. So any natural loving nutrients that we might get from outdoors in the sun has not been happening um, as we're not commuting or at school playing with friends. Um, and because I'm not working and for the last, since my child was, since my child was a babe, um, all of my jobs except for, uh, hmm, all of my jobs have been in either grocery or, um, or holistic health or, um, some health in some capacity. And so doing that, I've always had access to healthy food to purchase, um, when leaving work or lived in an environment where at one point we were living in, um, a little, in a little alternative school. And they were also, uh, holistic practitioners. And so we were on, that was when we were introduced to the terminology of flexitarian, but we also were on a really clean diet. We ate really clean. We were, we looked our best and we felt our best and, um, we were probably performing at our most top notch. So there's always, always, always been, um, extremely healthy food for her to eat. And it's always been a priority over, um, over anything for me that I feed her really well. And let me change that. It's not always been a priority because, um, in the beginning, I actually tried to feed us on much less and had a very dear friend that set me down to go over my budget with me. And when she heard my food budget, she was horrified and set me on a much better path for feeding my child. But I was really poor. So, uh, $75 a month <laughs> was what I was trying to feed us off of. 
And she was just like, oh, no, friend, you can't do that. And so I had to find ways to make more money um, to feed us really well. And that's why working in grocery stores where I could get food discounts was very helpful. Um, Also, knowing the things that were going to go on sale first, knowing all the sales. And then um, eventually, when she was about six years old, eventually just realizing, like, I am not going to be able to provide her with the best food unless I get assistance. And so um, signing up for food stamps um, and food assistance, but still being really stubborn and wanting to do it all on my own. So I would only sign up for the emergency batch. And then, oh my gosh, I got to put these cookies down because now I've held them past the point where they've become reprehensible back to the point where they're enticing again. So um, where can I place these that it will not ruin them? Right there. Stay. Good cookie. Um, yeah, to this year, finally realizing, like, look, kiddo, you know, like, you just don't make enough money to provide the life that you want to provide for your child and paying the money that you do have on trying to feed her is defeating your um is defeating your efforts of trying to make a better life for her so suck it up take the l on this one and feed your child with the available resources um because supplements were so expensive um and i realized that that was just a way that if i could get the majority of her nutrition from food that I would not have to supplement as much. And so it's only just now last night I'm realizing just how how awful it is to like food inequality because I have not only worked in grocery but I've had the privilege of working in really healthy grocery stores um, with really high quality goods and um, to have to feed my family, uh, my tiny little family from the dollar store um, has been eye-opening. Not um, you know, I'm down for whatever. I, I come from a background of being sent inside of a store. And this is no exaggeration. This is no, like, I used to walk to school in six feet of snow up the hill and down the hill. Like, this is not one of those stories. This is real life um, growing up with a family of four my mom, my brother, my sister, and myself being handed $2.50 if my mom could scrape. Um, And 
being sent inside of the store, empty refrigerator at home, being sent inside the store to try to buy food that was going to feed all four of us, preferably for more than one, one meal. And so, um, I would, we would buy a pack of hot dogs, like the cheap, cheapest pack of hot dogs that were like 50 cents, the crappy one that had all the like little leftover stuff that they sweep off the floor <laughs> after they've made the, the like other crappy hot dogs that cost more. This is all the like leftover crap. Those hot dogs for like 50 cents and a can of chili for like 50 cents. We would get a, a jug of juice and it wasn't really juice. It would be what Dave Chappelle would call orange drink. It was usually orange drink or there was fruit punch. We rarely got grape. We did get grape sometimes. And I can't remember. That would range anywhere from 59 cents to 89 cents. And then, of course, the loaf of bread. And there's your $2, my friend. Like, just your $2.50. And sometimes you didn't get the juice. If my mom was able to scrape together $3, then we maybe got some cookies to go with that too. And then we would all eat this and we would try not to eat so much so that, um, you know, everybody, everybody got to have some. This is one pack of hot dogs (laughs) and this would be it. This would be it. And then um, other times we lived in my great grandmother's house. So we would eat like the really ancient Jiffy cornbread mix that she had that was probably at least 20 years old. (laughs) You know, all Jiffy cornbread mix looks 20 years old. They have not changed the packaging. They're great for that. But, you know, if you flip the box around, there are other things you can do other than just like the cornbread. You can make pancakes, you can make muffins, you can do all these sorts of things. And so my brother was the one that figured that out. And so we would do that. And then, you know, of course, ramen. Um, and then eggs were always a really good bet. But we grew up very, very poor. So um, having to shop at the dollar store was not awful to me because at least I had the resources to do so. I wasn't shopping. If I was shopping at the dollar store with the amount of money that my mom had at her disposal to feed us or even a couple of dollars more, it would not have been, it would have been impossible to do there. I maybe would have been able to buy us a bag of chips or if I had like five dollars at the dollar store today and I had to go in there I would buy a bag of chips for um a dollar twenty five I would buy a pack of spaghetti for a dollar I would buy a can of sauce for a dollar And then I would buy a 
a pack of popsicles for a dollar and then I would buy a loaf of bread. That would be, that's what I would do if I was trying to make it there on the budget that my mom had. Um, and that's, I'm saying $5 because, you know, we strive to be better than the generation ahead of us. Um, but going there because I had food stamps, I knew at least like, okay, you're not going, you can at least feed you whole meals every day. It's not going to be healthy and it's not going to be the best quality or necessarily the best tasting, but we're going to try to make it do what it does. And there was a period of time that I would get a ride to a better store and I would just load up on like on one trip I loaded up on all of my all of my oils and so that was the the nutrition factor that I was adding into a lot of things um, and then on another trip I was able to load up on a bunch of veggies and fruits and different things so it's honestly just been this last month that has been strictly like no food from anywhere else just the dollar store and I feel the burn I am so looking forward to coming out of this time this time of, um, this time of, I just, I can't think of a word to say that doesn't make me feel like I'm limiting myself or placing something very negative on my life, but it has not been ideal, but it has been eye-opening for a lot of people it is the only option that they have and they're doing it without any resources. So I thank God for all that he's done for me in that area. With that said, this is not the life, y'all. This is not the life at all. I am the largest I have been in years, years. This is the, the largest that I've been um, my child feels very out of shape and unhealthy, um, which today, side note, we did, uh, do our very first day of homeschool together and we did have PE and we actually, uh, I've YouTubed, I think his name is Joe and he has done workouts every day um, in quarantine for kids. And so we just discovered him and he ended in July, the end of July, but he started back in March. So we have so many workouts to go through and we did it. And my daughter, like she was so cute. She was like dying and she was getting cramps in different parts of her body, but she was having so much fun. And then, uh, she's like, okay, we're going to do this again tomorrow. Let's do it earlier in the morning. So we're going to do it after we do a 6 a.m. 
uh, prayer group and then we're going to do, I might try to sneak a lesson in there, but she wants to do the exercise right then before we do anything else. So I'm down and I'm excited about that. But today was the first day that we got moving and I think it really elevated our mood. I know for sure that it elevated her mood. She was just such a happy kid today to finally, you know, kind of get going. And we did it in her bedroom. Um, and so it was just really good. And I'm just looking forward to what's next. Y'all know we're getting closer to September. September is when I am at the height of myself. It's when I am my best. It's when I'm firing on all cylinders. Um, it just, it is, it's the best month of the year. I'm sorry if you didn't know that it is. Um, it's just perfect, but yeah. So (sighs) thank you for being here for me, for getting me through this Oreo moment. Um, I hope that you all are well, wherever you are. I went through the dark valley and I've made it to the other side and I can say I can surely say ha 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 that God is good um yes he is yes he is all the time all the time God is good like he seriously kept me and I complained a lot I complained a lot (laughs) um I you know had uh many, 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 many discouraging feels over the past week, especially I had to, I had no choice but to check out. I just became a, a lump, a lump, uh, on this. It's, it's amazing. This spot that I'm sitting on my couch in my living room, it's amazing that I can sit here tonight full of joy and energy and speak to you when all last week I kept finding myself cemented to the space and just unable to move. And during that time, just filling myself with the most obscene, obscene content, like obscene, uh, so much is going on in the world right now on a superficial level, on a metaphysical level, on a political level, on a systemic level, so much is going on and my eyeballs just took it all in. And that also, I'm sure, played into my mood as well. I um, made a choice, a conscious decision uh, about five years ago to just not, not look. Don't believe the hype. Just don't look at it. And I was able to make it, to carry on from day to day with joy in my heart. But this time at home, um, reaching the end of the internet on a daily basis, uh, caused me to kind of look and to look a lot deeper than I wanted to at the state of the world and it was not good for my psyche um, or my future plans, like not good at all. So I would just 
encourage you all to just shut it down, like shut it down, shut down the voices, shut down the visuals, shut down the like negativity in your atmosphere, just return to cinder on that stuff for real. Like it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And what's more important, it doesn't matter when it comes to your health and your happiness. All of this crap does not matter. You can tune it out. You can tune it out. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be free. You deserve to hula hoop in your living room. I think I'm going to start implementing that soon because it's way too hot and way too messy in the garage. But I digress. It is so, so good to um, get to commune with you all, if even for just a short moment. Um, Also, um, there was an also when I said also, but I forgot it. Um, Oh, also, I am still, I mentioned that I was going to uh, do a breakdown on hearing God's voice and I am still just kind of meditating on that and it's cool because I'm I'm meditating on it, I'm tuned into it and like all of these different scriptures and confirmations have been coming from different places where it's like, ah, I forgot about that one, write that down. So hopefully I'll get on here soon and share. I'm still a little bit scattered still a little scattered because, um, I am still, uh, trying to find a place to live. Um, yeah, I don't know where I left off with you with that. If I was moving the last I spoke or if I was staying cause I've gone back and forth, just a dramatic pendulum swinging. But I am for sure moving. It will take something extremely um, miraculous and life-changing for me to stay and call this the space home any longer. Um, so right now I kind of want to just sell it all. So we'll see what what happens there. But I will definitely... Um, be checking in sooner rather than later. If not, then definitely later rather than sooner. Does that make sense? Okay, I love, 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 love you. And I hope that you have a good day, good morning, good evening, wherever you find yourself. Peace out.